We're glad to bring you this message from Timeless Truths Radio Ministry with Pastor Jerry Burns. We trust that you'll be blessed as you apply these timeless truths to your daily life. The Lord, the great, awesome, covenant-keeping God, the self-existing one, the great I am, the Lord. David says, the Lord is my shepherd. It's always such a wonderful blessing to be able to study the Word of God. Pastor Burns, I heard that you're going to begin a brand new message this morning. We're so excited. I know for me personally, God always has something for me both to learn and to help me to grow. And that's why it's so important that we study and read His Word. Pastor Burns, you have our full attention. Let's learn this morning's timeless truth. Welcome to Timeless Church Radio Ministry. I'm Pastor Jerry Burns, and this is a ministry of Kitchener Baptist Church in Kitchener, Ontario. We are a listener-supported ministry, and so if you can be a help to us uh, and support us, you can e-transfer your gifts to give at kitchenerbaptist.org, and all of that money is used to keep us on the air. So we're able to continue to preach the Word of God to our city. Psalm 23 is where we are. We're going to begin a brand new sermon series today. Uh, My Shepherd is the, is the title of it. And we're going to look at Psalm 23. We're going to look at what the Bible has to say um, about the shepherd's psalm. Spurgeon called it the pearl of all psalms. So we're going to look at what the Bible has to say about Psalm 23 together. Let me read it to you. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for each of our listeners, and Lord, I pray your blessing upon them. I pray, Lord, that uh, no matter what burden they have, no matter what trouble or trial they're facing, I pray that you would give them the peace and the help and strength to to thrive 
in these difficult times. And Lord, I pray if there's an individual who is listening to this program who is not a Christian, I pray that today would be the day of salvation for them, that they would put their faith and trust in you, that they would be able to say that you are indeed their shepherd. We love you. We thank you for all that you've done. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. shepherd. I want us to notice this morning a personal possession. Now, we don't know when David wrote this wonderful psalm. Some have suggested that he wrote Psalm 23 uh, as uh, an old man approaching the end of life's journey. And uh, he was considering all that God had accomplished in his in his life. It feels like it's pouring from one who has learned a lot of hard lessons. Psalm 23 feels like it is from someone who has faced the discipline and devotion of the shepherd. Others have suggested that maybe David wrote this psalm as a youth out of the Judean hills with his father's flock surrounding him and his harp in his hand. It's a wonderful thought as he considered the Lord as his shepherd. Now, Psalm 23 is divided into three parts. At the end of the day, it's really a psalm or a song about trusting God. It's trusting God to take care of the frailty uh, and to take care of our foes and to take care of our future. A Christian man, after his mother had passed away, walked into her bedroom and there he found her Bible, and it was open to Psalm 23. 
And though the pages were tattered and discolored from use, he noticed an outline scribbled on the margin of that Bible, his mother's Bible. Along the side of this wonderful psalm, she had written these words, the secret to a happy life, to a happy death, and a happy eternity. But where does it all begin? Well, it begins with a personal possession. You see, it's more than the Lord is a shepherd. For David, it went far deeper than that. David penned in verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. That's the personal possession. The Lord is my shepherd. There's so much for us to unpack in these simple five words. I want us to notice, first of all, this morning here on Timeless Truths Radio Ministry, I hope that you're having a wonderful day today. Let me just say that as we come into the Christmas season, that we want to make sure our focus is on Christ. The weather is getting colder. We're seeing some snow. Um, you know, all of this, of course, is heading toward the Christmas season where we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. And I just love Christmas I love the tradition of being with family. I love the tradition of the lights. But more than all of that, I love the, the, the idea of a time to celebrate that Jesus came to us. And so I hope that you'll, you'll make time during this busy time uh, to remember the Lord. I want us to think about this morning here a powerful shepherd, a powerful shepherd. David was a good shepherd. He cared for his flock. He did all that was needed to protect his father's sheep. But David realized in the moment of Psalm 23 that he had a shepherd that was watching over him who was far greater and far wiser than him. You know, the life of a good shepherd was not, is not an easy one. Beside the difficult task of keeping watch over many sheep, the shepherd was also responsible for finding proper water and adequate nourishment for sheep that by their nature were afraid of nearly everything. There were also issues of disease, exposure to the elements, robbers to contend with, wild animals that would desire to devour the sheep if given a chance. There was even the issue of dealing with hirelings who when danger presented itself, simply ran away to preserve their own life rather than the sheep. To them, it was only a job. But to David, it was more than a job. He truly invested in being a good shepherd. Hey, this is Josh. We'll get back to the message this morning in just a moment. We wanted to invite you in joining us in this ministry of proclaiming the gospel message to our region. Please pray for us as we endeavor to share God's timeless truths but also, your financial investment is appreciated. You can send a financial gift by mail to 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. Or you can e-transfer to send your gift by using the email give at kitchenerbaptist.org. Your financial gift would be a great blessing and encouragement to us and it will help us stay on air and share God's timeless truths to our community. We would love to pray for you. If you have a prayer request, head on over to TimelessTruthsRadio.com and send us your prayer request today. We believe that God hears and answers our prayers, and we are excited to add your requests to our prayer list. If you have any questions about this morning's message, please reach out to us. 
We would love to hear from you. Even if it's just a word of encouragement, you'll find our contact information at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. We are here to help you in any way that we can. So please do not hesitate to send us an email or give us a call. Okay, now that we've taken care of these items, let's get back to this morning's message. Once again, here's Pastor Jerry Burns. But David understood that there was a greater shepherd watching over his life. And it was the Lord. The Lord is truly the good shepherd. Jesus said in John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Jesus said in John 10 and 14, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Now the writer of Hebrews describes the Lord as the great shepherd. Hebrews 13, 20, now the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. The Lord is the good shepherd. The Lord is the great shepherd of the sheep. But Peter said that one day the chief shepherd shall appear. Now, a pastor is an under shepherd. People will say to me, hi, Pastor Burns or hi, Pastor. Pastor means shepherd. A pastor is to flee the flock, which is among you. And one day the chief shepherd shall appear and reward the shepherd, under shepherd's faithfulness, the under shepherd's labor. First Peter 5, 4 says, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. The Lord is the good shepherd. The Lord is the great shepherd. And he's the chief shepherd of the sheep. But why was David so confident in God's care in his life? Well, let me give you some thoughts. First of all, notice this. He is the self-existing one. The Lord is my shepherd, the Lord, Jehovah God. He is our sovereign shepherd. Now, it's in all caps in my Bible. It's the most sacred name for deity that the Jews had. It means self-existing one, the one who never had a beginning, the one who never has an ending. And the Lord is speaking to the Pharisees in John eight chapter John chapter eight verse fifty eight. They said to the Lord, "You're not greater than Abraham." In John chapter eight verse fifty six, Jesus said that Abraham rejoiced to see his day. Abraham saw in his son Isaac the beginning of God's fulfillment, God's promise that the Messiah would come into the world. And they responded to Jesus saying, how did you see Abraham? Or how do you know so much about Abraham? You're not even 50 years old. Jesus said before Abraham was, I am. Now the Jews actually knew exactly what Jesus had just said. He spoke of his deity, I am. He spoke of the fact that he is God. The Bible says they picked up stones and they were going to kill him because of the very statement that he had made. The Lord, the great, awesome, covenant-keeping God, the self-existing one, the great I am, the Lord. David says, the Lord is my shepherd. He's the self-existing one. But also the Bible teaches us that not only is he the self-existing one, but he is also the all-powerful one. The Lord is the creator of all things. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, in the beginning God 
created the heaven and the earth. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16 speaks of the Lord, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. When David looked around at all that there was, the world around him, the stars, the mountains, the rivers, he knew who made it all. The Bible says in Psalm 8, verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name and all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens, under the mouth of babes and sucklings, has thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, and the stars which thou has ordained. In Psalm 19, David said, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Someone said this once, The Lord... The one who made the world and everything that is in it. The one who lit the taper of the sun and put the stars in their places. That's my shepherd. The one who threw a carpet of green grass upon the earth and tacked it down with flowers. The one who scooped up the valleys and piled up the hills. The one who took the song of the seraph and robed it with feathers and gave it to the nightingale the one who took the rainbow and wove it into a scarf and threw it upon the shoulders of a dying storm. That's my shepherd. At evening time, he pulls down the shade of the night and shoots it through with sunset fire. That's my shepherd, the Lord. He is the all-powerful God. He has made all things. It is him who rules the universe. He is the all-powerful shepherd. And David said, he is my shepherd. I love that. He is my shepherd. There is a personal possession. I want us to think about also not only a personal, not only do we have a personal possession here, but we see also we find a personal shepherd a personal shepherd. The Bible teaches us that God is a powerful shepherd, but he's also a personal shepherd. You know, it's easy to see a world that's in such a mess, and all around us we see the turmoil and the trouble. We see the, the tears, and we look at the condition of the world and we think, what is happening? What's the problem? It feels like we're at the brink of World War III. In our world around us, there's no concern for human life. There's no desire to know God. There's no interest in spiritual things. Even Christians seem to be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. We see less commitment to the things of God, less commitment to the house of God. We see so much corruption there's so much calamity, and all around us we see so much confusion. 
But I want us to see the root of all the evil that we find in our world today. Isaiah chapter 53 teaches us the root of all evil. The Bible says this in Isaiah 53 verse 1, who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a, out of a dry ground. He hath no form of comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. The Bible defines for us the mess that we find in our world today. We have all gone our own way. I think for just a moment this morning how unimaginable evil and vile our own way is. If you want to know how evil our own way is, then just consider for a moment what Christ suffered on the cross. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 31, Therefore shall they eat the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. The Bible teaches us that we went our own way, but Jesus came to this earth. He died on the cross because he wants to be the shepherd of our soul. And this begins at salvation. This is a spiritual relationship. Jesus said that he's the good shepherd, that he knows his sheep and they know him. That's a relationship. Now, the Bible teaches us that we are lost in our sin. We are separated from the wonderful shepherd. We have gone our own way, but Jesus came to us. And that's the wonderful uh message of Christmas, God with us, that God came to us. The Bible says that he lived upon this earth for 33 years, lived a perfect life, 100% man, 100% God without sin. And he died for us. First Peter chapter two, verse 21 says, for even uh, here unto were ye called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his steps, who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth, who when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not, but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously, who his own self bear our sins 
and his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now turned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. I want us to notice this salvation in verse 25. We have returned to the shepherd. The shepherd here speaks of God's comfort and God's guidance and God's protection. A bishop speaks of an overseer, one who accepts the gospel by faith and turns to Jesus for their salvation. The Bible says they're born again. And they enjoy the blessing of eternal life, knowing their shepherd is with them every step of the way. He is the bishop of their souls. He is the overseer of their life. What an incredible blessing. But it begins with salvation. And it's a powerful transformation. We were once on our own pathway. And now we have returned to the shepherd. We allow God to direct us and we allow God to work in us. First Thessalonians 5, 5 says, Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day and are not of the night nor of darkness. We become a child of God. We are secure in his family. We are protected in his care. And no longer we are going, no longer are we going our own way, but God's way. Thank you for joining us for this morning's program. Timeless Truths is a ministry of the Kitchener Baptist Church in Kitchener, Ontario. We are a refreshingly conservative Baptist church that preaches the Word of God. For more information about the ministries of our church and how we can be a blessing to you, check out our church website at kitchenerbaptist.org. Our radio program is available because of the faithful prayers and financial support of listeners just like you. You can support our ministry by sending a financial gift to Timeless Truths Radio Ministry at 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. That is 1720 Glasgow Street, Kitchener, Ontario, N2N0A7. You can also e-transfer your support to give at kitchenerbaptist.org. To learn more about our ministry, visit our website at TimelessTruthsRadio.com. Do you know the Jesus we talked about in this program? You can have abundant life through Jesus Christ right now. Just say yes to Jesus today. Fully trust in Him. Learn more about the Jesus of the Bible and how you can have eternal life. Check out our video at KitchenerHope.com. Once again, thank you for joining us this Sunday morning. From Pastor Burns and the Kitchener Baptist Church. Have a wonderful day. Join us next week when we open our Bibles and learn more from God's timeless truths.